In the 14th century, the Earl of Desmond, a lord in Ireland, was feuding with a noble family called the Butlers. During one attack, the Earl and his wife the Countess had to make a hasty escape towards an Augustinian monastery in County Limerick. When attempting to mount a horse, the Countess was hit by an arrow in her thigh. The Earl quickly lifted her onto his lap, and the two rode off while her life began to slip away. By the time they arrived at the monastery, she had already succumbed to her injuries. With the butlers approaching, the Earl buried his wife under the church's main altar and rode off on his horse. Days later, the nuns at the monastery began hearing screaming during the nights and reportedly witnessed the ghostly figure of the Countess roaming the church's ground. The hauntings became so widespread, they decided to move her burial site, but upon digging up her body, they found her fingers were torn with bones broken. The Countess had been buried alive. Many report you can still hear her screams late at night in the Abbey. Welcome to Myths, Mysteries, and Monsters. Every so often we'll come across an interesting story, too short for our weekly episodes, but too enticing not to be told. Today we're looking at St. Catherine's Abbey in Limerick, Ireland, possibly one of the oldest monasteries in Ireland, and with a history that will send chills down your spine. Throughout history, we've seen monasteries become twisted and lose their way. For example, Mortimer Abbey in France, where the monks there started a monastery with the intent to steer away from material items and wealth. But within a few centuries, many monks had turned away from those ideals and the abbey. Though it doesn't appear to have been as widespread in St. Catherine's Abbey, some did turn away, but not towards materialistic items. Instead, they turned to witchcraft. The year the monastery was constructed is not known, but it's thought to have been constructed in the mid-13th century, as records show it being up and running in 1298, mainly as a nunnery. At first, like many monasteries in Europe, the abbey was well respected and seen as a necessary fact of life. However, as the years went on and views began to change, the abbess or leader of the nuns at the abbey began looking elsewhere for spiritual guidance. In the early 15th century, the abbess was rumored to begin delving into black magic. Word spread quickly, and as many nuns left, she soon became the only nun left in the abbey, which by now was given the nickname of the Abbey of the Black Hag, with the room where she lived within the abbey becoming known as the Black Hag's cell. There are different origins to the Black Hag moniker given to the nun. One was said to be due to her practicing black magic, usually in the dark, and at night wherein passerbyers would only see her black silhouette. Another rumor says the magic she practiced drained her of her beauty, causing her face to age dramatically and wither away, giving the appearance of a darkened face, covered by the shadows of her wrinkles. Whatever the reason was, her reputation spread through the land. Other rumors included her traveling to the local town and performing sexual acts as part of a ritual for her black magic. Soon, word reached the Earl of Desmond, who was documented as saying the nuns were leading loose and dissolute lives. Eventually, Pope Martin V got word of her acts and he issued a decree in 1432 shutting down the abbey. But shutting it down wasn't enough for the people in the local towns. They arrested a nun, trying her for witchcraft, and found her guilty. She was then burned at the stake, leaving her charred remains with a blackened face just as the town had suspected she had. Eventually, the monastery was reopened under a new parish, but a hundred years later, it was closed for good, along with many other monasteries under the rule of King Henry VIII. Today, only the ruins of the abbey remain, but many report seeing a shadowy figure roaming the land and hearing the screams of the Countess of Desmond late in the night. I should add, during my research for this legend, I found a few sources with different timelines. Some report the abbess who was burned at the stake as having been the last abbess for the monastery before it was closed in 1540. 
Of course, this then wouldn't fit with the timeline of Pope Martin V, as he oversaw a church between 1417 and 1431. It's possible the legend of Black Hag was a made-up story used as propaganda to give legitimacy for its closing during the 16th century under King Henry's rule since the money and antiques taken from the closed monasteries at the time went to the crown and much of it to the military. Of course, the question would be why does this monastery have the legend of the Black Hag and not all of the others if it was deemed necessary to give it a bad reputation. There's also the question of the supposed death of the Countess of Desmond in the Abbey since the legend doesn't specify which Earl or Countess of Desmond was under attack from the Butler family, I researched the lineage of all the Earls from the 14th to the 16th century. Since the title was given to mainly members of the Fitzgerald family, it wasn't difficult to trace back who may have been the Earl at the time. Cross-referencing their noted wives with historical data and dates of attacks from the Butlers, it would appear the Earl in question would have been the 7th Earl of Desmond, but it turns out his wife, Elise de Barry, died in 1486 in County Waterford. Also, during this time, the Earl was involved with the War of the Roses and would most likely not have been anywhere near the Abbey. In the end, I couldn't find any corroborating evidence for any of the legends, but these legends took place 500 years ago, and it's entirely possible the records are off, missing details, have been changed through time, or are just missing. Either way, those who have visited the Abbey do report feeling a presence there. Maybe the Black Hag spirit is watching over the land and the screams of a woman thought to be the Countess belonged to another who was buried alive under the sacred land of the church. Thank you for joining me on this short episode of Myths, Mysteries, and Monsters. If you have any Myths, Mysteries, and Monsters you'd like us to cover, send an email to MythMysteriesMonsters at gmail.com. My name is Hector. Script and research is done by E.L. Soto. Sources are in the show notes for further reading. Subscribe, rate, or review if you enjoyed the episode. And remember, always, look behind you.